0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world right now. Welcome to the 490th episode of The Hospital Podcast. And can you see to my right-hand side, and probably for you guys, the left-hand side, because this ain't a geometry class, right? But, you know, we're trying to work <laughs> it out. We've got the legendary Mr. Comrade. Can we make some noise for Mr. Conrad in the place, please? How are you doing, my friend? How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. So, firstly, thank you so much for coming and just kind of talking about your music and your life and everything like that. How was your journey down? It was good. It was a nice
1: nice cruise on the
0: coach. Fantastic, so you're going back to Victoria Coach Station, the most legendary coach station of all time, of course. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we're going to kick things off uh, today, I want to say hello to everyone in the chat first and foremost, um, and we, just, we haven't had a chance to soundcheck, so we just want you guys to let us know how the mic is sounding, if we're too loud or we're too quiet, so we're going to kick things off with a Lensman remix of an absolute classic with yourself in Total Science, Soul Patrol. Mr. Comrade, do you want to tell the people how this tune came about?
1: Um... Yeah, I've basically, I've been friends with Total Science, uh, Smithy and Quiffy um, for a long time. Uh, as long as I've been a raver. Well, wow. pretty much, uh, grew up just down the road from Oxford in, in, in Buckinghamshire. And um, those guys were working on their um, Mars Needs Total Science um, album. And they, they gave Bookham a set of dubs and just approached me and said, look, we're, we're working on an album with a few dubs in Bookham's box I wonder if you'd be interested in working on it and it so happened that this was what what you hear on the track is pretty much what I was doing in my life, set so I said come out and have so, a listen
0: to what I'm doing well I have to say and you know this is genuinely of one of my favourite tunes of all time uh, so we've just got people in the comments saying we need a bit more comrades so I just want you so check 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 I know check. I'm super good looking right but <laughs> just look at the camera a little bit I'll tell you what you do do it what you do with girls right just give it a little side eye there you go ting <laughs> so yeah we have uh, we have paid attention to the comments we do apologise for that uh, so this track is Total Science, MC Comrade. And of course this is Soul Patrol. This is the Lensman Remix. Welcome to the 490th episode of the Hospital Podcast. We have the legendary Mr. Comrade with us. And yeah, we're gonna let this tune roll out for a little bit. So, Comrade, as is customary on this podcast, right? Yeah. And of course, to everyone in the chat, please keep us up to date with, obviously, the mic the, uh, levels and so on and so forth. So, as customary on the podcast, what I would like to do is just kind of introduce you to the amazing chat room, right? BP86 has actually got a couple of exclamation marks. It says, pay attention to the comments. Turn up, Comrade's mic. Do you want to Do you want to just reply to BP and just say, can you hear me or something? Can you hear me? Can, can you hear him? Can you hear him?
1: Is anybody out? There. Is anybody chirp, out chirp, there?
0: Chirp, we got Maurice in there saying progression sessions four. Progression sessions four? Progression sessions four. Yeah. four? That's an interesting. Yeah. I'm
1: not sure where the reference is that's no, be yeah, <laughs> because the mid-series logical progression was the
0: kind of centrepiece album thing, but yeah, 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 you know. Fantastic. Okay, so. Basically, um, I just want to give some massive shout outs to people who are in the house. So we've got people locking in from San Francisco. We've got people locking in from Texas. Uh, we've got Columbia. And wow. that is how excited people wow. have been. So if I just wanted to k- tell you a little story, which I told you off air, uh-huh. uh, and it was about, usually I have this um, tune submission email called dubs gmail.com. And usually I get tunes sent to me. But actually I've had a few people who, and specifically Reggie from New Zealand, I want to give a massive shout out to Reggie. We got Reggie. Who said, "Dex, I don't have any tunes for you, but you know MC Comrade? Would you be able to get him on the podcast? And here we are today. So, have you got anything to say to Reggie from New Zealand?
1: Big up, Reggie, for the suggestion. And we're here
0: <laughs> hey. live and direct. We've got Kenya in the house, Los Angeles, Portugal. Right? I think it's probably time we go with something a little bit newer from your, mm-hmm. your back catalogue, right?
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Okay. And so to the people in the chat, welcome to the 490th episode of the Hospital Podcast. If you have any questions for the man himself, please fire away in the chat. So you want to give a massive shout out to Edmonton, Alberta, Houston, Texas, Denver. So comrade, this track, Born in '94. Yeah. With Unglued. Firstly, what are your thoughts on Unglued? Um, Not as a person, as a musician. Because as a person, (laughs) he's
1: a top dude. He's a top dude. He's a top dude. He's a legend. Um, You know, thank you for him, like, picking up on this sample and coming to me. Do you want to just remind um, the people where the sample came from? The sample's from New Year's Eve at Dreamscape.
0: 93 going into 94 so it was the the crossover into 94 yes yes and of course josh being uh he'd be 29 now right i think he was born born in 94 right born 94 it's almost like this happily
1: making me feel well old
0: Uh, (laughs) i mean yeah you're not old you're you're more just wise how about that Uh, something like that so mature when when uh when obviously josh had the the original beat for this yeah he sent you the beat with the sample in already. He'd already cut yes. it from the tape, right? Yes. So what were your like just out, just out of interest before you even said yes or no? Mm. What were your kind of like original thoughts? I mean, how did it feel? Did you feel like it was a compliment, like a like actually a sort of warm thing? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, the,
1: and, the, and the funny thing is, um, you know, uh, I know a lot of artists. You know, they, they they work in drum and bass or they work in their specific genre, but they listen to other things on the road. The, the sample, let the good times roll, Johnny John, Johnny Guitar Watson, I think it is. Yeah, wow. Um, and that's one of my favourite all-time kind of rare groove tracks. Um, and so hearing that sampled in a track featuring myself, it's like yeah. So
0: I mean the original uh obviously had has quite a lot of meaning because of that sample in the first place yeah and then you fast forward you know i mean when did this tune come out i think it was 2021 right T- yeah 2021 no 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 we're getting back to 2020 2020 2018 19. do you don't think it was that long ago? yeah no it was before lockdown oh, covid has ruined everything yeah man. i know Ruined everything, <laughs> especially MCs. Yeah, it's brilliant. ruined us. We're all a bit mental now. Aren't yeah. <laughs> well, what, what happened? I don't know. Lost the natalists. Incredible um, stuff. But I absolutely love this. You know what I really like about this production as well is that he, Josh's, Josh Unglued, we're talking about Unglued, has managed to keep quite a lot of the original kind of jungle flavour with that. Totally. Is that something you quite like about his sound? I mean, yes. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yes. You know, um, the year it came out, we did um, one of the after parties to have a seat on the beach up at Barbados.
0: 2018. yes. Yes. Five till six in the morning. Yes.
1: Yes. And that was the first time I'd actually heard him play a set. So I was, as I was MC, I'm listening to what he's actually constructing and the construction of a jungle respective reflective set, Mm. keeping it fast paced and moving and up to date hands down it was flawless fantastic you know, so you know as somebody you know paying their respects to you know something that was literally going on whilst he was you know still in nappies it's amazing how incredible was that
0: it's amazing do you know the thing is and, and chatting to Josh as much and Josh is a very good friend of mine and, and genuinely to us I mean you as an individual uh, it's just such a massive part of how we got into this music in the first place right. I mean genuinely comrade like you you literally created the blueprint for drum and Hosting hosting, emceeing, lyricism, and I know it's something, knowing as humble as you are, I mean, we've had so many conversations, you, you just pick up the phone and, and we'll just talk absolute rubbish for two hours, it's just standard, and that's just kind of what we do, I mean, we're MCs, guys by the way, I don't know if you've that's noticed, well, That's what we do. but it, it's just, it's amazing because the gravitas of what you've managed to achieve in this career, I mean, what is it that kind of helps keep your feet on the ground, do you still just love doing this and is it just more that or is it just a case of, it's been so flipping long now, Like, <laughs> how, how much more can you time. achieve?
1: time does move fast uh, to coin a phrase you know life moves pretty fast and I can't believe it's been 30 plus years that we've been we've been doing this since I've been wow. you know first and foremost a fan of the scene as a raver and then having the opportunity to to get up on stage get on the mic and add my contribution and be welcomed and, and listened to
0: it's amazing. just quite amazing yeah, and, and yeah, for yeah, all yeah. the three decades to stay relevant in that way is it's an incredible journey that you've been on and standard us we just natter until the end of the tune yep. because that's what we do as MCs <laughs> what we're going to do we're going <laughs> to look at this MC D bro our fellow MC he says what's up with MCs always talking to him. I know <laughs> so what I wanted to do is uh, just quickly ask a couple of the questions that have been asked here this is from Jeremiah Davis MC Comrade. any plans to come play at Stamina and that's in San Francisco when was the last time love, you were in the
1: United States? Love Cisco, man. The last time I was out in the States was in the early 2000s. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah. 20, yeah, almost yeah. 20 years ago. Yeah. 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 All right.
0: <laughs> Why, do you know, from now on, should we just stop mentioning the, the, the distance of the age? Yeah. Just, yeah. To just stop it.
1: <laughs> early, to, early 2000s, mid-2000s. And, you know, without sort of going into it, there's, there's, there's a visa issue to kind of cover right. before, we can, before we can get in there, landed. But... San Francisco is my second home on the West Coast. Yeah. Uh, I love it out there. And yeah, you know, once I get an itinerary, I will be there.
0: One of the classic tunes, and we will obviously play it a little bit later on. Mm -hmm. And I remember going back to back with Jamal, the guy that is still running uh, Stamina Sundays, by the way. Love Jamal. Huge shout out to Jamal. Yeah. Still looks as young as as the first pictures I've saw of him. Right. It's just something in the water out there. Right. But I remember playing, going through, digging a little bit and playing (laughs) some of like my personal liquid favorites and let me just be honest with you right now, my favorite three liquid tunes of all time, the first of which is Golden Girl, the second of which is Together by Logistics, Mm -hmm. and the third of which Mm. is someone I really want to get on as well, someone Mm. that I really look up to, much like yourself, is Robert Manos, and that is Move On by Sabre, Paradox, and Robert Manos. Mm -hmm. So, as a vocalist, as I'm going to play this in, because this tune right here is going to show a little bit of a different side to you, right? And this is with Makoto and Urban Dawn, Mm -hmm. and I believe, this is this, what did this come out on? This came out on uh NHS 440, 4, 440 something like that, right? Yeah, yeah, and this track is called Magic Eyes. Mm-hmm. And you know, we just played something that is kind of by a modern DB artist, but very much with a homage to the old stuff. Yeah, so as I just line this tune up and start playing this tune. Mm-hmm. What I just wanna what I wanna ask you right now whilst we're in front of everyone, in front of the whole world, right? From Colombia to San Francisco. Is modern drum and bass. I mean, a lot of people from I guess even my generation and the generations before can find it quite difficult. But for you, you seem to still be able to ride over beats like this. I mean, do you think differently when it comes to writing lyrics over music like this? Or is it very much the kind of same process, just trying to fill the tune and see how you go?
1: It's a feeling, you know. um, When there's little melodious things going on in the track, be it in the beats, in the rhythm section, in the top lines, Uh, And especially the bass lines. I I definitely find the the, the language of a bass line with a drum track can just kind of make you go, you know, you want to find something that slots in the rhythm, Mm -hmm. you know? It doesn't have to be exactly as what's being played. Sometimes the little lilt that's off kind of works, you know? Um, And again, with this this particular track, um, I think Makoto, started the, the, the chopping. Um, mm-hmm. He has access to some of my live tapes
0: uh, isolated. So no way. Yeah, 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 right, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. I so bet Makoto's got a few little excuses from you, man. I might have to bring my USB round and no, shove it in no. his computer when he's yeah, not yeah, looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't mind sharing. No, and this is the great thing about you, man. I mean, honestly, it's really interesting to hear your perspective, because obviously, as a vocalist myself, I mean, I looked and still continue to look up to the things that you've done. In some of the, the music that you've created over the years has there's literally been the soundtrack to, to my early years in this in this game. And it's quite interesting just standing next to you and seeing how relaxed you are about this. And mm-hmm. so just talking about it in, in that kind of context, mm. I mean you feel very relaxed and very natural on stage. Do you still get nervous when you jump on stage even Absol- thirty years later? Absolutely. You do? Oh yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. You, expand a little um, bit more on that. Well I, I
1: think I think it's healthy to 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 feel like apprehensive about something, and internally challenge that and overcome it. It's it's, it's definitely healthy. I saw, you know, there's, there's a lot of things on the internet about, you know, uh, you know, self-help and and challenging your, your 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 like hang-ups and what have you. And somebody said the same chemical. Get when you have anxiety and you feel nervous is exactly the same chemical that you have when right. you're excited. Right. So turning that around in your head and going, I'm excited. I'm excited. So, you're, so you're essentially harnessing that power. puking up backstage, <laughs> <laughs> sweating. I'm excited.
0: Hey, listen, I know a few ravers that do that. <laughs> right, <there you> go. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not nerves, though. Yeah. <laughs> it might be substance. <laughs> True that. <laughs> no, it's, it's amazing to see. So, I mean, it sounds like from what you're saying there is that you just kind of knowing that you're, you're using the fact that you're nervous and anxious and turning it as as a positive as much as you can, right? Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, fantastic. Mm. Well, mate, I love this, and uh, yeah, we'll let this roll out for a little bit before we select the next tune. To people in the chat, please let us know if uh, you have any more questions, or if there's anything you want to ask the man himself. This gentleman, right next to me, helped create the blueprint that had, you know, curly head people like me following. There we go. Cheers, by the way. we just mix this tune in, right? Mm. We've got a question from Starseeds that mm. says, what's the easiest way to get recognition? Now that is a very ambiguous question. However, if we could break that down and just talk about how you felt that you got out there just from your own personal experience. Oh. Hard question, right? <laughs>
1: yeah. If you feel you're meant to be somewhere, I used to go to uh, a legendary rave club in East London called Telepathy. Uh, Classic. Marshgate Lane. This is before it was the Stratford Rex. Um, They were at a place called Marshgate Lane uh, in in Stratford. And um, I was an avid uh, Rat hack fan. And I used to bug out Everson Allen week after week after week. Let me on the mic, let me on the mic. Yeah, I can only imagine. Well, I know exactly what I was like. I was that annoying MC. I used do you think to... so? Do you think, do you think that's oh, how I you Oh, de- came... I definitely was to, to, even, So even the, the point... great
0: comrade comes across as, a, as the yeah, mic That's amazing yeah, to yeah, me. Yeah, it, honestly, it's amazing to me to even hear um, that
1: from you. And I, I used to say to Mark, Lipmaster like Mark, the DJ, Everson doesn't like me, does he? Right. Why, why do you say that? Because I'm bugging him out all the time. Anyway, long story short, he was doing a Jumping Jack Frost set, and he let me have the mic. Um, and I jumped on the mic, did my little hip hop style thing, um, and just got a vibe from being on this side of the stage mm. doing my thing, and just thought, this it felt quite natural going. to you then I take yeah, it then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and then some local guys who were at the club were like, look we're starting a thing locally in High Wycombe St County where I was, where I grew up, mm. um, would you come down and be the MC? Mm-hmm. That, that was, that was where, I, where I got my kind of lift off, Fantastic. You
0: know, Club X in, in High Wycombe. And then to think that 30 years later there's... The, everything that you've achieved in your, in your career I mean it's it's I guess it's did you have any plans for the future at the time or, or did, were you just literally like this feels really good I just want to be a part of this I just want to be a part of it I just want to get on recording right okay so that. Yes. So so to answer the question to Seeds, right so we're talking about you know what kind of things are we going to do to, to kind of get yourself out there and get recognised. Yeah. Do you still feel that is as relevant now as before as an MC to try and get yourself on recordings? Get yourself on recordings. Because do you Definitely. feel that sometimes MCs are kind of, and just vocals in general mm. are seen as more as the afterthought, more the kind of like, you're not necessarily a musician. So, I mean, I, I think a lot of the time I find it quite interesting that I can play shows and people will be like, I really enjoyed what you did. And I'll be like, oh yeah, by the way. And they're like, have you got Spotify? And I'll be like, yeah. And it's like, oh my God, you've got so many tunes. Yeah. Do you, yeah. I mean, it's kind of like a bit of a backhanded compliment in a way, right? It's, how do you find? How
1: do you deal with that? We, we've we've been looked at in history as just sample, a sample pack, walking <laughs> right,
0: right, right, sample
1: right. pack. Um, which, you know, um, like I say, Makoto's got hold of, a, of, a, of an archive of, of my vocals and can cut and paste willy nilly as he, as he likes. I don't mind doing that, but you know. Respect where respect is due, um, credits where credits due, and royalties, please, as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you said it. Yeah, I'm glad you For said real. it. So, <laughs> you know, mastering what it is that you do and what you're able to do, and what people kind of hear that you're able to do on a mic. And, and getting that studio technique, getting your studio voice, uh, finding your EQs, finding your compressions, finding that sound that makes you sound like the money because right. every right. top a r in every label knows that once you put vocals into something, it doesn't always work, you know, and we, we come from an instrumental based genre, but mm. once you put vocals on top of something, it then starts becoming memorable and iconic and people want to sing along and back. It, it, it just makes a there's bit that more kind of earworm element, to yeah. Room, right? it, and it I think, connects,
0: yeah, I mean, obviously you do get it with a lot of like kind of like modern dance floor, has very like kind of easy to remember synth lines, yeah. but there is something special. I mean, we're going to play Golden Girl next, and actually, but what I really wanted to talk about is that you just talked about the kind of like more sort of technical uh, aspects, mm. but going back into that, uh, there's a couple of questions on here. Mm. That if you don't mind mm. me, I'm going to ask one from Zug that says, Comrade, what have you found technology wise has changed the most for you and your your sets over the legendary career you've had? Big up Zug for that question. Ooh. Great Tec- question, right? Technology-wise, man.
2: Um,
1: interesting question, man. Um. Digital, digital studios, you know, yeah. that, that, that has, you know, I, I, I started recording when there was things like Sumpti Codes and Reel to Reel and Tape, and, you know, it was valuable. Expensive um, and time-consuming, so you had to be on on point in the studio, um, and you, what what you take, and what you what you do on 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 wax is important. So having digital and being able to overlay
0: and overlay, having a home studio, um, you know. And so you know, I mean, in a way, it's like the artists these days they have a lot of access to yes. technology in a yeah. way that I guess. Your generation doesn't. Yeah. So, would you say to people then, in that case, go out and take advantage of it? Absolutely. Because the opportunities—do you feel the opportunities? Are, I mean, to make music and to create things at an industry standard, they are actually a lot more abundant now than what maybe Absolutely. you had. You know, you can pick up a, a, a mobile phone and just spit
1: up. into it right. and do, and it to still qu- studio good. quality. You know, mm-hmm. this is what, what what's out there. Studio quality in your hand.
0: Right. So, Makoto. And the legendary Mr. MC Comrade. I think it's time, right? It's time to play Golden Girl. Party people, welcome to the 490th episode of The Hospital Podcast. So the people that have asked questions in the chat, we will get straight back to you. But for for the time being, here's a piece of history. Some great questions, by the way. I will scroll scroll back to some fantastic, a great question about AI. There's another one about the first record that you bought, but for the time being, just do me a favor, party people. Can we get some love hearts, some fire emojis in the chat for the one and only MC Comrade, let's go. Is the most iconic voice you and robert manos man for me growing up i mean look let me just reel off some of my favorites right mm. if that's okay with you mm. so you got yourself you got robert manos you've got the incredible diane Charlemagne, of course rest in peace rest in she peace. was absolutely incredible the absolutely incredible once again jenna g um oh, wow. i remember seeing dynamite mc on mtv Base with ronnie size in like 96 yeah. or something like that and you guys are Generally, I mean, it, it, it almost feels surreal to be able to stand next to you on a podcast like this and be able to talk music, man. So I just wanted to say, big up, brother. Thank you so much for coming down to the podcast. It really means thank a lot, you, man. Honestly, big up. And yeah, we're going to roll this tune out. Mm. And actually just play the second drop. So uh, I know we love to talk, right? But mm. We'll just let this play out for a
2: minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Wow, there's some excellent questions, you Mm. know. Some really good questions. Actually, I'll tell you what, actually. Should we start with this one? What's what? I think this is great, right? So in the US, yeah, I find that not a lot. And this has come from Jeremiah Davis, by the way. Yeah, big up yeah, Jeremiah. Yeah. But in the US, I find that not a lot of us black men tend to listen to drum and bass, as it's often looked upon weirdly. Mm. Have you ever experienced this? In the UK, I, I, I take would, it maybe he's asking. Li- I would be lying if I said no. Okay.
1: Um, it's an interesting crossover um, culturally. Mm. Um. You know, there's always a a debate going on as to the roots of drum and bass and jungle. Mm -hmm. Um, And we can go further back into reggae and hip hop and soul and techno. Um, And it's, you know, it's similar with techno. You know, there's the whole Detroit movement and it's encompassed and and, and, and indulged by predominantly Caucasian. arena, yeah. and not so much from its, from its roots. I'm not going to pretend I know the answers to that.
0: No. It's quite no. a complicated thing. So I mean, it's quite amazing to me. Like, a lot of my kind of cousins who kind of listen to more like hip hop and grime, garage, soul, they see this music as like more like rock and roll, like kind okay. of like quite aggressive. Okay. Did you ever feel like that was like, because you know, for example, in your own family. Yeah. So where are your family from originally? Jamaica. They're from Jamaica. Yeah. And obviously there's, there's a huge crossover between the sound system culture, yeah. which is why I find that some, a lot of Caribbean kind of, the diaspora of Caribbeans, mm-hmm. tend to resonate with this music a little bit more. Yeah. And my mum, for example, who's African, yeah. where this has seen a little bit more like devil music. <laughs> <laughs> Not yours, yours is angelic music. <laughs> don't worry, she loves you now, man. I've, I've definitely him. converted her since, yeah. but Bless but you know man. what I mean? And I think it's a really interesting question, you know, um, and, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think one of the beautiful things that we have in this in this life is that we're all from different backgrounds. Absolutely. And you know, I was at Submersion Festival in New Jersey over the weekend with mm-hmm. someone wearing like a Slayer t-shirt and they're that what? like proper, like, yeah, 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 I don't yeah, know much yeah. about yeah. it. Listen, I'm sorry if there's any Slayer fans in the chat, by the way. <laughs> um, but you know, they're like proper metal yeah. and it yeah. it's quite cool knowing that, you know, we're from different backgrounds, yeah. you know, you've been from a Caribbean background, I'm from from an african background we're yep. listening to a lot of the music that was created in either those islands or on that continent but then we can be side by side with someone with super long hair and yep. um, looks like he hasn't shaved for a couple of decades it, it's, and it's all about that crossover right right it's all about that crossover I, I, I don't
1: know what was going on you know when i was a little toddler um, and just listening to what was spilling over from the radio in my parents record collection uh, what the next door neighbors were banging whatever. Um, there was ska, there was blue there was rock and roll, there was, you know, funk, soul, and I think drum and bass is the hybrid. That I've always called it a hybrid
0: music. Wow, okay. Um, so it's almost and, like the, the, a mixture, you saying that it's like a, just a mixture of so many different genres. So many different things. Yeah. And, I th- and I think, you know, and it's not a bad thing,
1: sometimes you can go more reggae than, than, than not needed, but just that's the bias for more jazz or more hip hop, and mm-hmm. it can it can sometimes sound a little bit contrived. Mm-hmm. Um, not a bad thing. It's just someone's expression, <laughs> but sometimes you get just the right amount that you'll see a hip hop head nodding, you'll see a, a reggae right, head nodding, right. you'll see you know soul girls swinging out. You'll see all sorts of people. You know, there, there's there's a drummer at the moment that I don't know what his name is, but He's from a rock band, but his side hobby is sitting there rocking out the most like sophisticated rolling D and B. Wow! And the whole D and B now kind of taking notice of this. Okay, nice. Just, he's just sitting there, just rocking it out and getting his getting his
0: aim and, as Is it, it? I mean, it, if, he, yeah, if you know, he can play um, ends up even especially nowadays at one eight two. Oh, he's, he's he's on it. He's, he's we'll have on to find out. So, what I wanted to do just quickly before I play the next tune mm-hmm. um, because it's with two again not only yourself, but with two of my favorite artists, yeah. both Mr. M- Mr. Makoto and of course, DJ Markey, mm. is I wanted to ask a really, really good question because this is something that I would actually quite like to know. Okay. And this is from D1210. And he says, Conrad, what was the first record you bought?
1: Ooh. First record I bought, I can't remember which one it was, which came first. It was either Joy Sims, All In All, classic um or crucial electro volume one wow yeah one of those two things was. Kind have of you still my... got your collection sore subject <laughs> you're not do, you're, do we need you're, a you're, whole nother podcast you're, you're st- <laughs> yeah you're not a real dj unless you've lost some of your collection. <laughs> <laughs> and I, yeah, yeah, my, my, my vinyl unfortunately went walking out one day. Uh, ah, yeah. but I've still, still got a box.
0: But you've still got some memories from that mom. era. Yeah, yeah totally, I mean, totally. physical media is an amazing thing, man. Yeah. And, I, and actually, it's it's weirdly years later that I now collect vinyl. Right. And more for sentimental purposes, more than yeah. anything else. So just moving from kind of vinyl to mm-hmm. AI, mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously this question only depends on whether you have had. The experience with AI, but mm-hmm. this um, once again comes from D1210. He's literally—he must be making notes, right? He must have been yeah, making yeah, notes because yeah, this is a fantastic question. He says, "Do you feel artificial intelligence is a threat, a to, threat the industry? to the industry?"
1: No, it's a natural progression. It's here. Um, there are those that are going to feel threatened, um, just in the same way auto-tune made people feel, feel right. threatened. Okay. Um, digital. Studios made people feel threatened.
0: Software synths now. Software and sort of, synths.
1: Yeah. You know they, they, they. You know the sync button. You know they. <laughs> all, <laughs> careful. We
0: don't want the chat room to what? block. I mean, we don't, don't want to talk about I mean,
1: this. But this, this, it is, it this is technology, and it's here, mm-hmm. and it's it's about using it creatively, breaking the rules, doing something different. Um, and so embrace it because you know I I, I just feel that you can
0: pushing it away when has that ever worked true you know? do, you do, but do you think that's just quite naturally what we do as human beings where we tend to kind of resist new technologies trends because it's like we don't really like change as people no. but then all of a sudden we start embracing it right yeah. you know yeah. like i even remember mixing on 12 tens and an old Broken Newmark belt drive turntables, and when these things first started coming about, right. I was like, oh, "Well, this isn't really this easy. isn't right." Yeah, but it's amazing how quickly. I mean, you have to change and adapt. Yeah. I mean, someone like yourself, for example, wouldn't have been as successful as you've been for over three decades, mm-hmm. without that kind of adaptability. Okay. So talking about adaptability in that way, is that something you've always thought about? Or if it's, it's just like, you kind of just go with the wind and you try and keep an open mind with stuff.
1: I, I like to ask, why has somebody made this? Why, why, why is that button there? Why is the sync button there? Why is there, you know, uh, sample playback buttons? What what can we do with this? What can right. we done? Hmm. What's it meant to do? What can I do with it that hasn't been done? Mm -hmm. One of my iconic effect sounds where I make kind of digital delays trail off into strange little patterns is me doing something that wasn't necessarily meant to be done with the effects unit. But naturally, because of the signal path, it does it. Um, And so, you know, that that suddenly become a trademark to what I'm doing.
0: Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's incredible. And you know, there's, your, there's a comment in the in the chat that mm. further embellishes your point, And it's from Melissa, who's, a, who's an absolute legend, by the way. Yes, and Melissa. She says, yeah, pick up out. Melissa, right? Yeah, We love <laughs> Melissa, right? And she says, my favourite teacher used to say, nothing is as sure as change. I mean, that's not a bad way of putting it, right? There you go. And change is a great thing. So what we're going to do, we're going to change the tune. How about that? Should we, we do that? Yeah, that's right? a good segue, wasn't it? it. Yeah. I told you this podcast is good, bro. <laughs> no, I'm, joking, right? joking. I'm joking, I'm joking. Okay, so... Uh, Firstly, before we go any further, Mm. we have a long-time listener of the podcast, Eric Mm -hmm. Lavery, and it is his birthday today. So if you don't mind, just give him a little shout-out on his birthday. Yes, Eric. Happy birthday. Big up. Thanks for listening. And everyone in the chat as well, give our good friend Eric happy fucking birthday. Okay, it's time. Now, you and Mackie, who, by the way, is a very good friend of mine. I know Mm. he's a great friend of yours, and I'm very, very lucky that many years later, Mm -hmm. he has become someone I'm very, very close to and someone that uh, I enjoy uh, quite a lot, to be honest, uh, as a person because Mm. of his very cultural differences being Japanese and also just his approach to music is absolutely insane. So this track, Merchant Blessing, the original was on which album? Was this Tomodachi Sessions? Yes. So, so to anyone that doesn't know, Tomodachi just literally means friends. Yes. And so what Mackie did back then is um, he, this was just before the 2020 craziness mm-hmm. and he got a bunch of his friends together. I'm very, very lucky. I feel part of the club because I was part of the club. Yeah. You know, no one listens to my tube, but I was part of the club. <laughs> anyway, so this track Merchant Blessing, yes. you know it has a lot of elements that uh, a lot of elements from Golden Go in terms of its vibe but it's completely yeah. different yes. in many, many respects. Firstly, I just really want to know hmm. what are the lyrics about? Cool. Um, Am I putting you on the spot? <laughs> a little bit. Let <laughs> me, um, I'll, I'll, I'll just update my, uh, my Prosecco. I, and I'll was, see <laughs> I was working with
1: a crew. We were working quite close and we had a professional fallout um, you know we didn't have a personal fallout we had a professional fallout even to the point that I could still keep talking to them as friends mm-hmm. That's profe- good. professionally good. I respect that something went wrong and you know the, 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 the clue is in the title um, and rather than it being a diss track hence the name Blessing Ah, um, okay. So you it flipped it on his head. Yeah, it was more. You know, I'm going to step away from this, but I'm going to reflect, and that reflection is going to go in the track. Right. And also, it's a blessing because it gave me the inspiration to get off my arse <laughs> and, and do things. I'm known as being a little bit long, right? So there's even that
0: in a documentary
1: I saw. time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can be a little bit long, right? And so it was. Just the right kind of fire to go. I'm getting in the studio. I want to talk about this and say this and say that. And <laughs> there you go. You know. Um, but it's I, it's, I, I, it's I, a really I, I,
0: positive thing that you've managed to to flip that on its head. Uh, so uh, I'm sorry, just really quickly anything. to interrupt. <laughs> we've got a few comments that are mentioning about mm. the fact that you might be having a bit of trouble with the plant. I think we're both having trouble, George. By the way, this is King George. He is the executive producer. Yes, George. Ooh, I mean, we've been feeding these things, bro? Uh, I don't uh, know. That.
1: Crack. <laughs> do, you, do you remember the um? What was, what was the 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 the, 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 um, the
0: crystal maze, whatever it was, or the Gronda Gronda? Yes. What a classic! <laughs> you're not only we drawing for you, you're drawing for the classics today, you know. My God, my gronda, God! Gronda, you know, <laughs> well, yeah, this is the reason. And Hunter McNutt, they ought to call this the In the Jungle Podcast. <laughs> well, we talk about cabbage quite a lot uh, yeah. on this podcast, and it's not the kind of cabbage you're used to. It's the kind of cabbage you just sort of put in a spliff and. Yeah. It's marijuana. Okay. Yeah, I don't know why we talk about it, but um, maybe we'll share some carriage later after this. Yeah. How about that? That's like, how right. I like that. You, you like yeah. that idea? Okay, until then, we're going to play Makoto featuring MC Conrad, but this is called Merchant Blessing. However, this is the DJ Marquis Reese remix. 490. I hope you guys are having a good time. Uh, we're going to play a couple more tunes from this absolute legend here. I'm going to roll out a little bit more of the podcast after because we have an amazing Pea Money and Whiny album which came mm. out on Friday Just Gone. You're a big fan, right? Yeah. You're a big fan, yeah. right? And so we're going to play that. And um, William says, it's slowly turning into a wildlife documentary. David <laughs> <Yes. laughs>
1: Bellamy vibes going <laughs> on. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: God. <laughs> <laughs> Junichi Nakano says Makoto from Japan. That is indeed where he's from, my friend. Yes. A big country, so I actually don't know what city he was born in. Tokyo. Tokyo. He was a Tokyo boy. So he is a yeah. city of. I'm Shout actually. out
1: to the Sumazoos. Yes,
0: yeah, my man. man. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Love
1: the Sumazoo family, man.
0: And just before this drops, right, because I actually, I want to make sure that when this drops, mm. uh, we can listen to it. Mm-hmm. But John Paul Johnson says, had an experience with Comrade in DC back in the mid-90s. My friends and I were sitting on a base bin, chilling to book him and Comrade. When we looked over, Comrade was sitting right next to us. So there you go. Humble mm. guy. People Thank love you, man. They DC crew, man. Yeah, big up Steve McGrath, who is listening in from Japan, and of course, Junichi Nakano is listening from Tokyo. you <laughs> up. And I'll tell you what, should we get, no, we're gonna get even more plants for the next episode. I'm not even joking. 12, I'll tell you what, you're asking some great questions, but we cannot say that in a sentence, right? No. No, we can't. <laughs> I think we need a whole other episode with the man himself. Alright, mm. listen close, listen close. some massive shout outs to people in the comments right now. Imka says plants are always an improvement. Well Imka is from the Netherlands so of course she's going to (laughs) say that. Big up Imka my friend. Listening for, This is PNK Sound who says listening from Leicester Midlands, perfect mid-afternoon vibes. Colin Nesbitt says saw Comrade in Atlanta on a progression sessions tour. Great memories, sir. Fantastic stuff. Todd Williams says shout out the Alabama DNB crews. Mm. Rob DeMarco actually asked a question earlier. Said, I don't know if you know this or not. Is Makoto's brother still producing? Akira. Um,
2: as
1: far as I know, he's not, which is a oh. shame. Um, because Makoto and Akira, they were a good combo and he had, his own, he had his own little sound but um, yeah,
0: no he's not, it's a shame, big up Rob, yeah, big up Rob man, thank you so much for the question, big up Dom Shapes who says, how's it going Mr. DEX and Mr. Conrad, I've been waiting for this all week, D1210 asks, very very good question and you know what, I love this, we're going to keep this positive right, what is... Your favourite memory of Good Looking Records? Oh, so many! Must be a few. I was um, going to say there's got to be more than fifty.
1: Well, <laughs> can we, can we, can we, can we jump to a, a, a musical memory? Yeah. Which is the future's track. Yeah. Um, absolutely
0: you can. So before we play it, mm. I want you to give, um, if you could, if you could for me and for the listeners of 490, mm. would it be possible to give a little bit of background on this tune? So. Logical progression, um, as well as it being the
1: title track um, from L.T.J. Brookham's history, it was also the centerpiece album for the label, like their, their, their annual, um, there's four parts to the series. And I did volume four um, with a studio band put together by my brother, shout out Chris, uh, shout out Mikus, shout out Ramvir Burma, Rest in Peace, In The Goldfinger, and Tristan Banks, um, and I was helped by a plethora of top-grade producers um, to literally put together my uh, my first ever kind of studio. Uh, journey I I I learned how to produce doing this album and at the time there was a little bit of uh, competition who could do the most obscure kind of time signature with drum and bass we were experimenting quite hard and so we I did a track in 6'8. I know it comes in in 4'4, four, four, so you'll be out of mix for a little bit. But it's. <laughs>
0: you're, you're basically. What he's telling it, it, me is mix, it, mix the fuck out quick, boy. Mix out
1: quick <laughs> because it's going to go to 6'8. and and do something quite jazzy. So I'm quite proud of this, what we achieved. You know, this particular track has aged quite well. Um, Most people will be familiar with the Makoto remix. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was the first remix that Makoto did for me and started our great relationship. But this is the original, not many people heard it um, for a few different reasons, but... Yeah, this
0: is it, this is is Future's Call. All right, here we go, MC Comrade, Future's Call, it's about to drop, so let's roll out original. Yeah, I mean, I mean uh, the fact that it's lesser known is crazy mm. to me. Mm. Especially knowing the era as well where this kind of loungy, vibey, yeah, 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 soulful yeah, yeah. drum and bass and the way you sit over on top of it is just unbelievable brother, like
1: it's, it's unbelievable. It's, it's, <laughs> it's funny, at the, at the time I wasn't so confident about seeing really? it. and I'm reading a copy of Sound On Sound uh, magazine for, you know producers and, and engineers you know this was this was the magazine to kind of get the tips and tricks and the guy that did share if you believe in life, oh my God, yeah, of course. He's talking about how we how he put that effect on our voice. So you know, long story short, I copied it. And I thought, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a go at
0: that. Which, by the way, music is is just like a long form of imitation in many yeah. respects. You shouldn't, yeah. feel. but it's I think it's really really the reason why I love this dude, right, is because you're very humble about stuff and you're very very honest. So it's a it's a technique that you saw, and then yep. you, what you just you just ran with it. You know, and, and you know.
1: In, in short, everybody's doing it now. This this was the beginning of a video going. I'm going to push the lever up to full on auto tune and get this kind of vocoder sound.
0: It's kind of like it's like oh, it's almost robotic, but not really yes, it really yeah. still sounds a lot like Comrade. Yeah. But it kind of has this like kind of futuristic, mm. future beat sort of element probably, to it. Probably. Right, 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 yeah. right. And I mean, you're certainly of the opinion that. If you have a tool, you should use it, right? Totally, yeah. And do you feel that maybe, you know, we talked a little bit about this earlier about, you know, there's certain tools that people shy away from, or if there's like new technology like this, for example, the first time I reacted to this, I was like, what the hell is this? (laughs) This is not vital. But it's just like, do you feel that the artists that are most successful from your generation are the ones that, like yourself, have continued to adapt and continue that to change. Modify, yeah. change, move with it man. Go with <laughs> it. Be, be like water. Bruce yeah. Lee. Literally like Bruce Lee. Yeah. Wish we could get him on the podcast. Yeah. That'd be a good for it. Wise. Us, us two Bruce Lee. Yeah, like, yeah? yeah? I don't know, he might he might <laughs> chop us or something. <laughs> 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 and Steve McGrath says, I cannot believe this is 22 years ago. For real. In the present. Pneumatics asks who made the first ever reference track that's what I That's a good question good question uh, so Rob Demarco, he asks any plans for a Comrade album on Resonance ooh maybe you're going to have to give us a little bit more than that
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know I don't know I mean,
1: we're going to play something you know from, from forthcoming from Resonance yep. um, in a moment yep. um,
0: and, and in fact something that's already come out Makoto remix. Really Fantastic, yeah. So yeah, we, you know, we're we actually going to lead into that, actually. Maybe, maybe. But what I wanted to do is I just I just love this as, I mean, not only is this music that I could dance to, this is music I could chill and bilizut to, mm-hmm. I can read a book to it. I mean, the music, a lot of the music that you make is so transferable to either the dance at home, listening Spotify, mm. going for a run. You know when you're making lyrics and you're you're making sounds and and you know melodies. Yeah. Is that something you're even thinking about, or is that just something that just happens? Oh. Or are you thinking, do you know what? Actually, it's time I made something for the dance, or oh, it's time I made something so that people at home can listen and really take in the lyrics and stuff. Or is it just who <laughs> gives a shit?
1: <laughs> it's 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 what what happens at the time, you know. Um, I dare say the majority of the music that I, I've put my hand to and, and been, you know, in front of the screen producing, I will sit there just in a loop for okay. literally days. I mean, yeah. this, this album was delivered late. Surprise, surprise. Uh, you delivering something late? I know. <laughs> that doesn't sound like
2: you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, you know, if you want to know why, I was sitting there just listening to loops going, wow, you know, so... But, that's what catches me. Yeah. Whether it's dance or whether it's sitting back, looting, chilling, walking around, singing in the shower, whatever—it's it's just a vibe.
0: Honestly, I mean, you've got such a great approach to music, and to be honest, uh, it's it's really interesting to hear because I mean, I feel very very lucky in in terms of my own career, the access to the technology that we've had, the fact that I'm even able to produce music on a laptop without any hardware whatsoever mm. is incredible and I think it's just really interesting for for myself and actually the listeners here as well to hear from you how you've adapted because would you say every era that you've been in Mm. 90s 2000s 2010s and now the 20s do you think every single decade has been different in terms of technology has it been a market different do you feel a bit more commonality in it yeah yeah
1: totally totally. you know I I started recording late 80s 86 87 you know and we walk in the studio and the engineer say, okay, I'm gonna strike the tape with some Sumpti Code, let's go to the pub. And we're walking to the pub and go, what? what the hell's Sumpti Code? What's that? You know, it's the same technology when you put on a tractor vinyl yeah, yeah, and you listen to it and you hear that mm-hmm, noise, mm-hmm. like the internet downloading. Mm-hmm. That's the sound of Sumpti Code. And it gives you a time code to which you can fast forward and, and, and scrub tracks and go back and forth.
0: So could you so back in
1: those days, the the ADAT tapes, you could scrub them. This is before ADATS. This is oh like no, a... the actual <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're having that moment. <laughs> okay, so welcome to the hospital jungle where the things they're just I don't know if that's gonna stay. There we go. Welcome. Sorry, we just had like a Jungle moment. A brief cabbage. Yeah. Jungle. Sorry, so this is actually going back before and this is something that's really interesting to me. I hope Ooh. there's lots of nerds in the chat chat, by the way. Yeah. Um, because this is before ADAP. So this is where he's so explain to us exactly what you mean, how you could scrub the tapes.
1: Well this was oh, there you go. Attack of the killer plants, the tripids. There we go. There we um, go. Perfect. <laughs> Basically the tracks the 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 the, the, the multi-track tape which would be a wide piece of tape which would hold 16 24 depending on your system yeah tracks of 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 audio um content you could sit and fast forward and rewind to points and a mark i didn't even know you could do that back then yeah um just a a, a lot longer the system of getting there yes compared to obviously what it is now right yeah yeah and and this would allow you to go right we're going to drop in at this bar and it's it's some I can't remember the actual words but it's it's a it's, a, it's an acronym for time code um, mm-hmm. across the audio yeah. and film world so you could sync this to that you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there we go now you're boxed in you, <laughs> could, you, could, you could sync this to film to picture um, and literally you know it, it's 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 digital time code but also working out in bars and music signature. Yeah. Time code as well. Um, And it's universal across the world. So everybody could, you could literally take your tapes to another studio, put them in and and be synced. So you still had a
0: little bit of like sort of creative editing techniques that you could use. It's not just one and done like it was in let's say like the real to real Beatle days where the what yes. you recorded that's it, you're done. Th-
1: this this was the edge of of, of technology in, right. in the in the real so to real Beatle. So interesting to me. some time codes it's like wow we can wow.
0: synchronize this to you do
1: realize yeah. right
0: when I go home and have my nightly zoo and I do yeah. apologize to my missus that I'm getting straight on Wikipedia and finding out more about this. Yeah. Like the time codes, right? Yes, yeah. some Time codes code. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Okay, fair enough. They, I don't know how many times, how many times, George, have I been flustered on this podcast? Not that many. <laughs> not, not that many. George says not that many. I mean, this has actually blown my mind, to be fair. <laughs> it's just, it's the same thing when
1: you're, somebody sort of put Cubase, when you're looking at the, at the, the time cascading down as, as you're going through your track that in a digital format of code is striping one track of the tape right so you leave a track spare and that would go down on the tape and that would allow you to go should we go to the 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 chorus on the you know after the second verse yeah sure and then you go straight there and you could punch in and punch out and do things and then you could deliver that to warner brothers film and go yeah put that in the scene where the thing and the thing and it would ah so that's how
0: they went to certain no, certain like timestamps for example yes. you could you could then make that happen with the code absolutely <laughs> incredible stuff man i mean before we nerd everyone out i mean i could literally stand and talk about this for, no, so maybe when we have our cabbage after the yeah we'll, we'll talk about it <laughs> <a little. laughs> all right party people listen close you are locked in to episode 490 of the hospital podcast as you can see i have got the gentleman one of the people who created the blueprint for drum and bass vocalism uh in drum and bass and actually in other genres as well and actually what I want to do right now mm. is once again play something for your Connatural project mm. Lean Upwards but yes. this is the Makoto remix before I'm going to start playing this now mm. do you want to tell us a little bit more about this because you were about to mention it when we are mm. talking about um, your resonance I, I wrote the original of this in about
1: 2008 2009 the original track was written um, and i bought it to life in more recent times for my label resonance um, it was the first track on the label uh, resonance zero zero one um, makoto is always pulling up my trouser leg going give me vocals <laughs> give me vocals." <laughs> um, and i said okay there you go there's, there's there's lean upwards but if you remix this then you've got to remix the track as well and so this is what he did. Fantastic. And, and the guy's a genius. He's you a know, genius. So he, let's get he this track. Brought, brought the whole thing to life. Um, we play this every set now. And that's actually our best-selling track on the label. Fantastic. Resonance. Um, Fantastic. So thank you, Magoto, for that. Big, big. Um, really blessed for that. Um, definitely.
0: So, yeah. Lean upwards. Fantastic stuff, okay, you know what, <laughs> I get told off if I don't do this, Mm-mm. just got a couple of uh, little things I need to say, by the way, I mentioned earlier that P Money and Whiny, Streets Love and other stuff is out right now, it's streaming, it's on vinyl, it's also on CD, B Complex's Beautiful Lies EP with the Ramesses B Edit, Mandy Dextrous Edit and the Edit Edit that sounded weird like, but it, it works right mm. it drops on the 24th of November and then after I'm going to give you some more information on hospital but I tell you what before I do any of that we're going to listen out to this tune and we're also going to play something new mm. coming yes uh, so we've got a couple of tunes left from the man himself let's go 4.90 4.90 i love love that it's Mm. incredible absolutely incredible and you know what i'm just gonna Mm. just gonna read some comments out here right Uh, (laughs) aside from the ones that say cabbage awesome podcast so far it's cool to hear some history of music production like this honestly absolutely likewise from myself thank you for imca for that mcd bro fantastic question fantastic question because i actually experienced one of these myself Mm. recently MCD Bros says, MC comrade and Degs, which tips and tricks would you tell people who have a hard time with writing as in a writer's block? Um, I saw something the other day um,
1: talking about this and I'll pass it on. It was take something, I don't know, the plant and imagine yourself as the plant and Not not these plants in particular but maybe maybe these plants or the mic or the mixer, you know um, I've seen MCs talk about themselves as you know an assault weapon and and, and how they handle the bullets where they're shooting and, and what have you. You know not to be on a negative but just take something that you can look at and go I wonder what the world looks like from the microphone's perspective.
0: Right. right. The, the so you're you're basically saying try and take yourself away from that kind of self-identity and yes. and then branch out into yeah. like a I just even if it's an inanimate object like an assault yeah. weapon, yeah. Yeah, yeah, or yeah, a yeah. lamp. <laughs> I, I mean, a lamp's at least illuminate the room, right? <laughs> yeah, <so laughs> it's so, a good so, thing, right? You,
1: you start talking about that, and start talking about how you illuminate the room. Already, show straight
0: up, away, you've got, right, you've got ideas. Okay. Yeah. MCD bro, I really, really, really hope uh, that was some good information for you. Um, And Todd Williams says, take more cabbage plant. I think that just means smoke marijuana, which is also a great idea. Uh, Unless you're under 21, then don't do that. Uh, Thomas asks, good question. When's the collab coming, guys? question right we've got to do it we've got to do it we've we, we talked about it we talk about we've
1: we talk, talk about this so we made this happen so you know
0: <laughs> I, th- I feel that this is like you know how like they say weed is a gateway drug to
1: other yeah <laughs> stuff
0: i feel this is the, our gateway drug the hospital podcast is the gateway towards the collab george can can you hear this imagine king george in the background being like what the hell are these two guys <laughs> no but seriously um yeah, absolutely. I I cannot wait to make a piece of music with you. And and generally like before I start talking about this last piece of music, mm. I just wanted to say firstly thank you so much and on the on behalf of myself and absolutely almighty, ever. But, no, but genuinely know. having you on here. And being able to educate us not only on yourself, but some of the really interesting things that you had to deal with on mm. your era, finding out about the way that you had to adapt in order to do this right now. Mm-hmm. So, going all the way from 30 years ago, mm-hmm. and you said you were recording in 86, 87, that was two years before I even I was born, right? <laughs> Which is amazing it to is. me, amazing. Mm. So, fast forwarding now. I think what people mm-hmm. really, really want to know—they know that you are a legend of logical progressions. They know you're a legend of good-looking records. They mm-hmm. know you've obviously created some of the most iconic vocals for the, for example, the lights of golden, uh, golden girl, mm-hmm. uh, and you. I mean, that Cologne set with Danny is probably one of the most iconic sets on YouTube, right? I mean, I used mm-hmm, to watch that mm-hmm. as education on how right. to be a host MC. But that's all back then. Mm-hmm. You're working pretty hard right now. And there's a lot of stuff coming out right now. Mm -hmm. Do you want to talk to me a little bit about this specific piece of music that Um, you want to... And this is going to be the exclusive, man. So this is the exclusive of the podcast. Tell us about it.
1: This is the lead track on the next vinyl project on my label, Resonance. Uh, Shout out to the Resonance crew. Big up, Resonance. And um, it's from an artist called Aquaride. And he did a track called Promised Land. Um, And... That's been taken and remixed. And the beauty of having your own label uh, for myself is I can go back into that content and and bring something to it, you know, that that, that people, um, you know, are feeling. Maybe maybe that track's getting played out and I can add some vocals to it and go, okay, I can take it into the studio and develop that creatively. So that's pretty much what I've done here. Um, There's a soundtrack that's been created um, and I've said, oh, well, I'm going I'm to get on, on top of that mm-hmm. um, and put my own little twist on it. So we've, 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 we've done that. It's forthcoming on Resonance. It's called uh, Res V 002. Great. Um, there's uh, a Zero Tolerance remix. There's My Take on it. There's also another Con Natural track uh, from Digital, that Digital's a uh, remix for me. Um, and there's the original... Um, Aqua Ride, Promised Land track. So, this forthcoming, I've just literally heard from the distributors that the TPs are ready to be shipped out. So, standby, Bandcamp crew.
0: You Fantastic. I get a copy of this. Fantastic. And I will tell fast. you what, we'll do. We will put all the links to absolutely everything we've been mm. talking about in the comments, in the chat. A little bit later, comrade. I just want to say, genuinely, mate, this has been a pleasure. And would you like to do this
1: again? The, the pleasure has been all mine. Oh, I would definitely, definitely like it. to do it again. We'd love We're to
0: do it. So, yeah. to people in the chat, just do me a massive favour, and if it's okay, just show Comrade some love, some support. We are going to play the deck de- exclusive. This is the exclusive the of the de- podcast. De- exclusive, de- de- exclusive, uh, 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 and I tell you what, when you when you escape out of here, you'll yeah. see, um, you'll see like a little. Uh, you might not be able to see it. Georgia's, you'll see it on Georgia's screen. We've got a nice little uh, cutscene, Okay. And all the rest of it should okay. give you about five seconds to crawl just, under just the just table and manage to get yourself back to Victoria Coach Station. Party people, friends of the Hospital Podcast, thank you so much for locking in and locking on. I'm going to roll out for a little bit longer. We've got the deck exclusive. For the last hour or so, we've had the incredible MC Conrad as a guest. Thank you all for supporting Sir Conrad. And last message to everyone.
1: Thank you all for tuning in. Big up, big up, big up all the supporters. Big up the Resonance crew. Big up my MC Conrad Live project people. Just, yeah, all of you. Thank you.
0: Fantastic. And yeah, Thanks get well. supporting. We'll get all of the social links in there. My friend. Genuinely, you're a good friend of mine and a hero of mine. I really appreciate you, man. And thank you so, so much for making your way down here. And listen, I think it sounds like people want you to do this again, so yeah, we'll do yeah, it again, man. Yeah. Right? No, no, we definitely will. We'll work. do it again. Yeah. All right, it's cutscene time, baby. Let's go. Oops. Ladies and gentlemen, all the people around the world, it is time for the Dexclusive. <laughs> That's right. The Dead exclusive. <laughs> Wow. Ooh. Which one of these mics should I put away? Probably this one it might be a bit safer. George is like, don't break the studio now that Comrade has gone. Junichi Nakano says, Adigato, Degs, and MC Comrade Tyson John Rushgrove says, respect.
1: Paradise on demand, you'll ever wish here by command. See your dreams expand, whilst I trace your name insane. Try to understand You're never gonna promise they Take my hand I'm gonna find a you you could imagine I've got you Let's try to wait to drift across the deep blue Causing behavior, making dreams true We can do anything that we want to I gotta find a way to fight you there's nothing here to stop you. Check back to the island from the sky view. you. Celestial ecstasy to the rescue. I know, oh, I got you, so I this know. world set to none. You're happy as a day is long. Swinging in the Amazon. Hanging with Kong, get you good groove on. Now it feels like you belong. In this life with everything
0: you want. At peace with the ambience. Yeah, honestly, thank you guys so much for looking in, looking onto that. That was, to be honest, a bit of education for me, and to be honest, like. It's this is something I've really wanted to do for a very very long time to get this gentleman on here because I think he's got a really really unique perspective on drum and bass because he also produces as well as writes vocals, MCs, sings, raps, hosts, is a general personality. I, I truly believe that he's got a very unique perspective to talk about drum and bass. And that's why it was an absolute pleasure. And it sounds like you guys would be well up for having him back again in the comments. Thomas asks what fluids are you drinking this stream? I'm actually just just drinking a mixture of beer and, uh, That's what else am I drinking? No caping grass psycho on Daytongranate the
1: scene is decided to
0: click says one of the original vocalists more mm. than you can imagine to be honest man like I, I I generally to you guys can't put this strongly enough and I know I've said it a few times but we're talking about The blueprint of drama and bass MCing vocalisms I mean that gentleman is right here right's into waterfalls with your pleasure round the this place is a reward, completed mission impossible
1: our message in the bottom since we don't need no help at all, you won't need to come at all. There's no need to climb the walls, no need to break through. Holding the keys to your imagination. Picture the perfect view. The sun's about to rise as we discover the overdue. The case of utopia. This I've got you. Let's try the to just across the deep blue. Causing misbehavior, making dreams true. We can do anything that we want to.
0: You know, we mentioned B-Complex. She's done a 2023 edit of Beautiful Lies, right? This is out right now on Hospital Records. Let's go, baby. Thomas says, tell you what I was watching, a clip of Fairy Digs on my camera roll from a Hospitality in the Park earlier, still makes me laugh, yeah man, I told you, this, this brother thinks he can fly or something man, so yeah, what a track right now, we got D-Bro who says, have you heard the Rameses B remix, which is actually being premiered on the podcast next week, cool shorts right? <laughs> hey, can we give a massive shout out right now to James and Tasha Dixon's parents? We got these guys into drum and bass. That's a mad thing, man. Come on, that's a mad thing. Edison. Do you know the best thing about Comrade, he's still here, just having a great time, being a legend, man. That's it. So apparently, I missed a kid who is 11 years old in the chat. His name is Dixon. Yeah, big up Dixon. We want to make a big shout out to Dixon right now. Eric says, loving the new hairstyle, Digs. I hope my girlfriend likes it. I haven't tried it yet. <laughs> Yes, Dom. That PSG result was too much, rude boy. On oh my days, Right, We got some brand new music from Operate and Javon. I'm gonna try and double this. I've never tried this before, but let's have some fun, right? Could be clang a clock. Love that all in the chat, they're just giving some love to Dixon, man. Big up Dixon, yeah, yeah. Kate says, Dixon, my son is 10 and loves days. Big up Kate, man. It was so nice to see you a couple of times, right? Also, I was in America very recently.
2: So if I fall, it's
0: Okay. Oh yeah, Thomas asks. (laughs) Comrade's got to get back home soon. He's just grabbing his hat real quick. Uh, The no talk guy is here. Hey guys, no talking, just music please. (laughs) This track is called, Can We Talk? talk? And honestly, I know he's just there standing here, but this track is massively, massively, Influenced by people like Comrade, Stamina, Darrison, like and yeah, produced by Nita, and it's
2: called.
0: See some days, it's a long stare with a numb face. Like I lost there when the rush came, can we talk more than touch base? Savor the one taste, swallow your pride a couple times to leave the runway, no, chip on my shoulder, just a place for you to lean on. Reignite the feeling when the dream's gone, we're fleeing to the sweet spot. Then circles around the globe can we tackle baby let's go trying to learn as I evolve don't think I'm wholesome <laughs> listen I know we get some interesting comments Michael Hamilton says our IP Tony Coleman, I can absolutely <laughs> assure you he is a life <laughs> sleeping yell it with your chest I'm seeing leaves fall off the trees regenerate and grow in peace I send this message overseas I hope you see the sense other sometimes it's harder on a solo wall. So many people i so like people No one saw that. Actually, Comrade just pointed at me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, also, as well, you know, it is the year of the vocalist, right? So I want to give a massive shout-out to Dusky, who was the verse that you just heard. Steve McGrath asks, is this from your new album? This is actually from Mixtape Spray Out, number two, which came out in the middle of lockdown.
2: 2021. When
0: all I did was cry about the fact I was in lockdown. Stay the course, stay the course, an invasion of force, the manufacture boundary, man, up is the way we were taught. A complex organ that's some folks are afraid to explore. Or can you find your purpose when you never stray far from the shore? A Felt I came correct but life will always pan out right It's only through my ignorance I never saw. with open eyes Was it cycling as apathy, wondering why some friends have died What did I do to earn this spot? Don't even know what that implies So with that in mind, the blessing that we have is life Turning chapters on that script that I can't even analyse Elaborate your paradise Pick you up Michael, man I'm quite familiar with pouring out my heart to feel satisfied Don't stand alone, it's connected All well, there's ways of need to get by yeah. Even those of us with the coldest hearts, these stimulants life's a So I implore you to please try yeah. Don't show yourself if you cry, just read people, Ooh, Thomas asks. Favourite tune for the P Money and Whiny album. I'm gonna play a couple in a minute, right? We got Steve McGraw, Jeremiah Davies, or Davis, it's only because my surname is Davies. Dex, any plans to collab with a little sound? I mean my god, I would absolutely love to. But to be honest, I think she's just, she's just killing it too much, man. I don't even know, I don't even think I've got a number anymore. No, but she is an incredible vocalist. And I'll tell you what, she's someone I absolutely will try and get on the podcast at some point. Someone from the new generation that has taken on the blueprint of Comrade, of Stamina, of Darrison, of people like Dynamite, Gina G, Diane Charlemagne. I mean, we've had so many legends that have opened up and paved the way for us. And that's why I was so happy when people were suggesting Comrade to come on this podcast. Because to have the insight and the knowledge and the education from people like that, I mean, then, listen, this will be one of the podcasts. because normally I, I go back and I'm like, is this what I really sound like in real life? <laughs> I listen to the podcast, I'm like, Jesus Christ. But this is going to be amazing for me to listen back because you know, there's going to be some nuggets of information that I'm hopefully going to take in to this new album that I announced a couple of weeks ago. Did I announce it a couple of weeks ago? I'd probably I just I've started it the other day. I know no one needs to know <laughs> I tell you what though this album will not be complete without MC Conrad, right? It will not be complete. Incredible stuff. Okay, so Daryl says, I'ma need the world at play lyrics so I can try my best Degg's impression when I'm on the way to work in the AML. Make sure I post it in the comments. Do me a favor my friend, just remind me in the comments please. Eric says, I ordered the letters from Degwa Vinyl as a birthday present to myself. Anybody know the name of the artist? I have no idea, but he's a criminal, mate. Don't let him in the US. Or Canada. The Driller asks, is UK dr- grime dead since a lot of MCs are spitting on DB? No, I think that's actually an indication more to the fact that drum and bass is just fucking popping right now and finally people are you know realizing how much scope there is to make vocal music and melodic music on this music and also just meaningful music it's incredible so for me when i was growing up like the guests we've just had on and like the plethora of artists i've just mentioned i mean realistically you should know like this music is almost perfect perfect to get deep on i think people get a little bit like maybe put off by the fact that it's super fast and like you know, I'm like sometimes aggressive, sometimes. But I think this is the best thing about this music, man. It's just you can literally do whatever the fuck you want with it. It's amazing. Right time for some classics, right? Base. Talking about strong. Now so tell me what I'm after. Huh? You're not playing a style like this When I was a young dinosaur, Miles Davis
2: Lost in space like Eelops I used to hum melodies from Louis Armstrong Last night I fell asleep in my home Had lick a liquor no don't need a Simone I laid down before I came round the tone
0: asking for the ID, this is DJ Fresh, and one of my heroes, genuinely, Darrison. Chat's called All That Jazz. Pick up Emma Going to see her over the weekend. She is an incredible DJ. Solarium and Emma B. You've probably seen at a hospital show somewhere. If you haven't, you guys are crazy. <laughs>
1: George, sure that hurts.
0: Everyone that's listening on Spotify. I'm not used to having the mic this side. I actually like cut my hand. Uh. Right, P Money and Whiny.
2: When I touch Mike, it gets high, Got the crowd my sound. High, high, Chicks give me looks a...
0: So I can't remember who asked me, right?
2: The call...
0: They asked me, what is my favorite track? It's
2: it the,
0: follow... the P Money and Whiny album. High,
2: give me it's this. <laughs> love with my vibes you can call me Pied pipe pa
0: Oh, God, I, I'm sorry to interrupt this, but I have to actually answer this question. Know
2: what goes on inside pants, be an inside
0: so Alpha Canal asks, how was the P, Money & Whiny set on the boat in person? It's fantastic on YouTube. All my days. I don't know if anyone's actually watched this and I don't know why they kept in my intro where I'm just like, he's like the best ever. It was you, George, wasn't it? it I knew it was you. I knew, and I'm just embarrassing myself, falling over fucking P money. It's unbelievable. But yeah, it was, it was fucking special, man
2: follow this sound and meet your savior they can hear it traveling from here to australia everywhere we go we got that uk flavor this is for the vibes not the gram that's how we took control not giving it back 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 we took control now when we touch it gets hyper got the crowd following my sound
0: Jeremiah asks, can we get better, Dan? I mean, we could do <laughs> But unfortunately, Mr. Conrad has got to get back. He's got to get back at some point. So what are we going to do? As I promise, I'll play it to you next time. This track right here that you can hear is Ways and Leveller. It's called The Devil. Someone said "nasty tunes." So we're going to play a little bit of nasty stuff before we end tonight. Yeah, I love both of these tunes, right? In the City by Bass Tripper and Bonesaw by Simula. So this track right here is from P Money and Winey's new album, Streets, Love and Other Stuff. This track is called Ghetto Hospitality, featuring Dreps and Blacks.
2: really so no being brave. was out there running bread, but when you see me, on job, couple
0: Get some Kenyan flags if you can actually get that in the chat because we've got Moses Gitua Musa, my friend from Jungle Culture in Kenya. We're playing a show in Kenya, Nairobi, on the 13th of Nairobi. It is myself, it is my good friend Etherwood, and the incredibly talented vocalist formerly known as Lady MC Indigo Rain. Yeah, yeah. Job, some man not haters, that's why we cut them off. You won't ever see them with us, you won't ever see them with me. They're fucking up my energy. If you're gonna do interviews, don't do them like singing, but I can't hit you with that Hennessy. Uncle, will you telling me all I hear is jealousy? Fucking up the steam, me don't compare them both to me. I was sourcing in the trenches. I'm not from the birds. When you speak to me, you better watch the words. Because I switch and flip my lid if you get on my nerves. I try. Okay.
2: bike
0: and it's now stuck in the it's now stuck in the jungle George can I use this one is that is all right
2: <laughs> check
0: check When he's getting to the point now, Thomas asks, can we hear the Tree MC? Bro, he's got no bars, man, shut up. (laughs) i tell you what, D1210 asked, Degs, time to upgrade my headphone game for production, recommendations. Uh, I will put it in the comments. It's an Audio Technico which I've been using for many years. I don't Click Artist says would be good to see Cleveland what kiss on here too. Oh mate, that is a flipping... that is a suggestion and a half. I'd absolutely love to do that.
2: Six months on tagging time, I'm playing with my mental health. Didn't even do what they were saying, I just didn't tell. Mother sticking by me, told me about values and family wealth. I stopped blaming others once I realised I went by myself.
0: Dom, do you want to give the, the tree another 16? I got bus, I drive cars, I got bars and I got trust. Give me the mic and I'm feeling hard. Give me the mic and I'm what? R- bro, his bars are terrible. George is like, what time are we going home, man?
2: <laughs>
0: no talk, only tree
2: <laughs> Right, I'm
0: going to play one more tune for you guys right now.
2: I was a robber trying to blend in as a raver. I still did things when
0: I didn't want to take off. So thank you guys so much for locking in, locking on. I'm going to sl- end up with uh, one more tune from the P Money and Winey project. And this track is a little bit different. It's called Low Key um, and shows a different side to P, shows a different side to Winey's production as well. And honestly, I think this is absolutely fantastic. Um, Jeremiah says that plant needs more bark. <laughs> Listen, party people of the 490th episodes, we are only nine episodes away from the big 500. Keep sending me your recommendations for guests. Trust me, we are listening. It all depends on whether they can actually turn up or not. Um, But seriously, guys, thank you so, so much for locking in, locking on. Um, This has been one of my favorite podcasts because it's had someone that I've looked up to for many, many years and continue to do, uh, even to this day, even when I'm smoking too many of these trees. Uh, And it is the legendary Mr. MC Comma. Can we just make some noise in the studio? I know there's not many of us. Incredible stuff. So I'm going to play one more tune from P Money and Whiny. Uh, And then I've got a little message uh, for the people just after that. And this track is called Low Key. I'm going to low key drink my beer.
2: the city on a friday night yeah. boy the map patrolling trying to find me like <gasps> telling all my boys i think i found a wife because i see life so different when you're by my side i pick you up her nice so you can roll with me you ain't told your friends but they you'll know it's me i wonder what your father thinks of me i don't mind if he's hating on me we can keep it low key.
0: Jeremiah Davis says, Just realise that this is the first podcast I listen to where I'm not stoned. <laughs> oh, this is what, the 80th one that I've done? that no, I am stoned. I'm, jo- I'm, jo- I'm joking. Man. Joking, George. I turn up to work and I do it properly, right? You told your friends, but you'll know so yeah, just to let you know, P Money and Winey's latest album is out right now on Hospital Records. Go and cop that. It's on vinyl, it's on CD, and it's, of course, at all the usual places. Backseat, the type of secret love that no one knows. Moses Kaka, you know, right? I'm just a so-and-so. They think
2: I'm just a common goal. But I ain't got no common goals. Your dad knows I don't wear no common goal. Late nights on the phone, date nights at a show. You don't want to be a secret, because of him you got a goal. I bust a red, while playing Buster Red. Guess I'm rubbing on...
0: Thanks, guys. So, listen, we've had a lot of fun on this podcast today. And, um, you know, um, it's half the reason why, sorry, I'm just trying to sort the mic out. It's half the reason why I love this podcast so much, man, is because, you know, the trials and tribulations of this life, we get an opportunity to kind of hang out with people. I get to bring some of my heroes on here. Um, and we just basically get to have a good time. And,. But, you know, unfortunately, life is a serious thing and I've mentioned this dude before. So, as you can see, I'm wearing the iconic red Jungleist Movement uh, t-shirt. Unfortunately, I got a message last night, just before I was about to go to sleep, that the founder of Jungleist Movement and Aerosol Limited, Leke Adesoye, my Nigerian brother, Someone that I love so, so much. I cannot even describe. And this little segment is going to be a little bit difficult for me. Um, so, you know, just sort of bear with me on this one. Unfortunately, he passed away uh, yesterday. And uh, I just wanted the opportunity just to kind of, you know, now that his family has announced it, um, to just kind of say a few words about Leke. Leke um, not only has created one of the most iconic And this is just the most iconic UK brands of all time. I mean, I don't know who has seen human traffic. I think everyone who is from the UK has flipping seen human traffic. And the scene where he goes, any jungle in guy, I mean it just to create a brand like that is is absolutely insane in 2017 i really wanted to be a musician and leke was one of the very first people that actually hit me up after i started putting facebook videos out and um, he was very supportive of myself and my little brother muruyuki and our project kikuyu soul uh, the hip-hop project and way before hospital in fact leke you know he helped me in many, many ways to try and work out how to be an artist and how to conduct myself because, you know, I have absolutely no idea what I was doing. And, you know, I mentioned it on the... I can't remember what... I mean, I'll have to ask George exactly what what episode it was. It was maybe 484 or 485. We had to cut it short because we put on, i say we put on, but there was an event put on for Leke and the Junglist Movement brand, which was a fundraiser for Leke. Um, so if anyone who doesn't know, Basically, Leke had suffered suffered with sickle cell anemia his entire life and obviously, they had also broken his leg and they discovered some cancer in his leg so they'd actually chopped off and amputated his leg. So I went to go see him at University College, London Hospital. Shout to the guys there. An absolutely amazing hospital. We're very, very, very fortunate in this country to have an incredible NHS. And I saw him back in January. And, you know, he recently had his leg amputated. And he was in a completely different space to where I'd ever seen him before. But the thing is about Leke that I love more than anything else is that that dude suffered so many trials and tribulations in his life. Yet, just... With that African, Nigerian, British spirit, I just fought through it the whole time. And Leke was a huge inspiration to me. He sponsored me way before I could even get a look in with anyone, whether that's Hospital or any other drum and bass label. He sponsored me. He sent me a bunch of merch. He kept daily encouraging me, saying, You guys, you know, you and your brother, you've got what it takes. You just need to keep working hard and keep your head, head down and keep your feet on the ground. I mean, he's someone that inspired me so much. So, um, The reason why I wanted to say this right at the end is because you know I just had someone who's in a massive a massive inspiration to me and I wanted to make sure that this podcast was about Comrade but also get the opportunity to talk a little bit uh, a little bit about a little bit about Leke because Leke is a very uh, very very important person to me and to be honest last i just want to tell you guys a little story about on the 2nd of august when i had to cut the podcast short we went down to the forge in camden and it's actually me chris goss one of the ce- obviously the ceo of hospital records and his um nephew joe who runs solvent and also does the merch at, at the label and uh, my little brother Muryuki and we had the opportunity to to go down there and you know we were repping i mean i bought this t-shirt there absolute iconic t-shirt and he had the lights of you know, Killer P, uh, Rodney P, Fabio Groove Rider, Jumping Jack Frost, um, some of the biggest legends in DNB, all get in there. And there was one point that I'll never forget because this now feels like the send-off to his life where Leke was in a wheelchair and they all lifted him up onto the stage to give him the respect and love that he deserves. And to be honest with you, um, it's, it's a memory that will stick with me now for the for, for absolutely the rest of my life. So I just wanted to spend a couple of minutes talking about just how incredible that individual was. Um, and I'm really, really grateful that you guys, are, I can see that you've stuck around in the chat just to, to hear me go on about it because that this individual is someone that I respect a lot. Um, the last message he sent to my brother was one, of love and admiration and encouragement. So even in his darkest days, and even in the time where he had cancer, sickle cell anemia, and leg amputated, had moved out of hospital, but then back into hospital again, he still had the time to show love to other people. And I think that's basically the summary of what I wanted to talk about this, don't matter what you go through in your life, try and respect people as much as you can. Um, But yeah, rest in peace to Leke Adesoye when we know more details about what we can do for him and his family um I'll obviously let you guys know on the podcast but I just wanted to end this podcast just to thank you guys so much because you're very very special people and I know that you would appreciate me being able to talk about this this person was a massive part of not only drummer based culture but also UK urban music culture as well so if you don't mind just get some love hearts I know you're doing it already but you know get some love hearts in the chat um rest in power to Leke de Soi. obviously we'll let you know more details as we know it um and to Comrade thank you so much my friend Honestly, brother, I have so much love and respect for you. You have absolutely no idea. Thank you as well to King George, who puts up with some, even the technical difficulties earlier, he puts up with so much. Um, but yeah, uh, it was a difficult one, knowing that this was sort of coming at some point in the podcast. Um, but yeah, just wanted to to kind of let you guys know. And even if you've never heard of the dude before, the fact that you've heard me talk about him for five minutes is, is enough for me. So thank you guys so much. I will see you in uh, now four weeks time. Uh, the next one will be a pre-record and then we should be back in the business after that uh until then all i can say especially with this news is look after each other be good to each other um and honestly i love you guys so much like it, it really does mean a lot and you know you have qu- we've got to try and enjoy this life as much as we can because you know we've we've um we don't know how long we're going to get whether whether it gets cut short or whether we get lucky uh, who who fucking knows so um just want to give a big salute to, to Leke and uh, thank you so much for, for all of your support brother over the years and until then until 491 to the hospital podcast listeners thank you guys so much thank you to comrade thank you to george much love to you guys and we'll see you soon Take care.